Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Try to fill the Google Sheet, guys. We'll try to respond to those people who fill the Google Sheet. It becomes easy if you fill a Google Sheet. Go ahead, guys. Suti, are you, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, go ahead with the first person, Kishore. Kishore? Uh, yeah, hi, Rahul. I posted in the... EB2 prior to date, it's September to downgrade to EB3. In October 2020, EB3 I-140 approved, interfiled EB2, I-485 received date, notice date, kids ages 15. Does his age locked under CSPA? Oh, I need to look into the visa bulletin. It would be better that he had a consultation though, because there are a lot of things I need to look into. It Was the I-140 approved? At what time was the I-140 approved? Was after the I-140 approved, is it in, is the 485, is the, is the dates current? So it's very hard in this one to determine the life of a kid right now. Okay? Okay. Next okay. move. Yeah. Next person, please. Sure, Eddie. Because I want to consider under EB3 and EB2 both to see whether he's protected in both the things. Okay. Sure, Eddie. Sure. Yeah, hi Rahul. I put my question. My wife's H26 years ends on February 26th. File H4 and EAD on June 26th. Still not approved. Can I file H4 change EAD with my H1B amendment? Yeah, absolutely. You can. Oh, okay. You can. And okay. So my extension or my H1B extension date is August 8th. Can I also find the extension August 8th of 2024? Yeah. That's where my. Even, even if it's 2025. August 8, 2025, when you file an amendment, you can file an amendment plus extension. With the same okay? employer, nothing was changed. Nothing is changed. Maybe nothing no, no, is no, changed. Meaning the employer. Even the if it's employer, employer we, I file by dollar change. Emily files with nothing. Okay. So no change, you can file it. Next person, please. Amendment plus extension, you can file it. It doesn't have to be six months before. It can be three years before too. Next person, please. Hey, uh, Maybe you saw my message. I'm majorly talking about re-entry into US. I'm, I'm wait, I'm OPC. coming to through Dulles International. I've heard that there has yes. been a, a lot of deportation, secondary security in F1 to H1B. I'm an F1 OPT in Dulles. Uh, is Dulles Airport port of entry? Should I it's, try? It's Canada? in Virgin. Uh, yeah, I know where Dulles in is. DC. I, I know okay. where that is. I've been to that one a couple of times. I haven't okay. heard anything bad about Dulles Airport, though. I mean, yes, there may be right. some stray incidents that may happen, but are we seeing mm-hmm. very intense things in Dulles? No, we have not. But if there is any okay. particular concern you may have, it, though, it may be good that you speak with an immigration lawyer. But if you don't, then you can just proceed mm-hmm. with that 
with that place. Okay. Right. There isn't any other airport that's better than Dulles. Is there any? I wouldn't. I would say. That? I do. I I would just say that avoid Chicago. That's all I can tell you. Next person, okay. please. Okay. Thank Subhash. you. Appreciate it. Subash. Hi, Rahul. I have posted my question on the Google chart, uh, Google sheet. So your H four is currently in progress. What your H four or your wife's H four? My so uh, wife's H four. I have recently uh, have my H one B approved for seventh year extension. Mm -hmm. But why didn't you file for your wife's H four in EAD at that time? Um, yeah, it, it was my employer's decision. He was uh, willing to have it, uh, you know, done later. You know, first uh, he wanted to have my uh, H1 to be approved, and then you know he wants to go for H4 and H4 EAD. Oh come on! Did he did you apply for H4 for your wife or only H1B for you? Uh, I have applied H4 as well. I mean, but that's also a standalone uh, uh, petition. So, so oh, basically, you know, based on. on my H1, yeah. Why did you not apply EAD with it? I know, I know, sir. I, I know I would have been applied, but uh, I mean, I have my issues, my my employer, so that's why I couldn't do that. So right no, now, it's no, all no, no, three no, standard no, no. applications. Oh, come on. You could have filed H4 plus EAD together. Oh, but at the time, you know, my H uh, my H1B 7th extension was not yet approved. But was it pending? So, so basically, I'm sorry. Was it pending? Was it pending? Yeah, so now, now it is approved. Yeah, when I, when I was filing no, for no, H4, it was not approved not... yet. Sudash, you didn't answer my question. At the time when you filed for the H4, was your extension pending? Yes, it was. Your I-140 approved? Uh, it has been filed recently, I think uh, a month back, and that is currently in RFP status. Sir, at the oh, I-140 is in the current, okay, but it's been more than one year. You could have filed a H4 EAD together. I don't know why you delayed it. Yeah, but right now you can file for the, uh, you can file for the EAD. Even if your RFE is there for I-140, you can file for EAD for your wife. Okay, with the seventh year extension that I have got, right? That's the basis Absolutely. of eligibility. Mm -hmm. That's right. You also need to provide the labor certification approval and also I-140 receipt notice. Hello? Suti, can you unmute him? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Rahul. I got it now. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Yeah. Thanks, Rahul. Mohit. Mohit Gupta. Yes. Yes. Hi. Hi, Shruti. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for doing yeah, this. I My question is regarding... I know what Windsor is. I know what Detroit is. I've been there with the person's mm -hmm. last name is also Gupta. Uh, <laughs> so, happens to me. My in-laws are Guptas. They stay there. Um, nice my spouse is a U.S. citizen, and we are married together. But what do you mean com commuter GC process? Um, Where, so I'm thinking of right doing now, the what status you are, uh, what status you are keeping coming to Detroit. Right now, uh, I am a Canadian citizen, so I can so travel as a Canadian citizen. So there are there is a problem here, though. Mm -hmm you need to pick one of it. There is one thing we call in Telugu, you have to pick mom or food. You can't pick both of those things. So <laughs> if if you are coming into United States though, the problem is if you file for the green card, you can't be traveling though. Okay. 
okay. the reason why you can't travel is your intention has changed on a visa waiver program your intention should be only to come and go come and go but since you filed a green card application though then it says that you want to stay in permanently now which one you want to do it if you want to stay permanently then you have to go with the council processing which you cannot travel for a period of 2 to 3 years the other way is when you are here in united states you change your mind to stay in united states then you can file the 48 application but until advance parole is approved you can't you can't travel got it got it so even there if the there is nothing is, there is yeah go ahead even if the the lpr process is pending you cannot cross the border because uh, until you get an advance CDP. parole until got you it. get an advance parole so pick one option pick a pick a pick a pick a poison you want to stay there and you want to stay here pick a poison <laughs> and stick with it i think the consular processing is the way that we'll have to go because we have a house here in venza so not going to be leaving that See, so quickly so let me tell you if you do the consular processing for three, yeah. for a 2 to 3 year period you cannot come into united states yeah that's a big thing yeah Or because if you she can keep traveling but if you yes. pick the consular if you pick here though you can file it may take up to 2 to 17 months for you to get an advance parole but if you go to the court which there will be an additional 4 to 5000 then mm-hmm. it will it will uh, it will come in 6 months you get an advance parole and then you can travel to canada okay got it got it got it um any other traps in this in this commuter green card thing there is no commuter green card there's nothing like commuter green card <laughs> once you have a green card you can commute that's different everybody can ah. there's nothing like a green card that says it's a commuter green card okay 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 yeah. next person you may want to evaluate with your wife which one you want to choose is this the one is that the one it may mm-hmm. be better to consult a lawyer privately to go through the whole thing because this is a lifetime decision which yeah. way you want to go and then take it unfortunately the tn visa doesn't help yes 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 for frequent cross border trips it doesn't help no that's not what i said for the green card thing it doesn't help for the frequent yeah. border visa it may be fine if you were on a h1b it would help but not mm. tn next person please thank you upender hello rahul thank you passport for... expired in june 2000 applied in form and made now my i94 is expired on website but i94 seven uh, valid i94 seven can i still apply for passport and update i94 so when did you last entered into united states upender uh january of 2022 did you apply the extension after that to get the 797 yes So when did you file for the extension? Sometime in uh, May of 2023. Oh, you last entered the United States in January 2022. You filed the extension May of 2023 before 22. your May online... of 22. May of 22, sorry. May of 22. Okay, you applied extension May of 2022. You applied for extension or change? Extension and then I got it uh, extension uh, with the valid I-94 on I-797. When was your online I-94 expiring? Uh, 
mais euh, okay i need all the dates properly before i can give an advice to you come back again okay next because it's important each date when did you entered when did you file for the extension when is your current 797 expiring come up with those dates to me clearly because i can't give wrong advices next person please mani hey rogan i posted my question my prior date is july 2012 4855 i140 for me my wife and son after downgrading to eb3 of course we all did at the time but prior to date got rejected first before i140 got approved and then my son got aged out Ooh. before based on the new rule which they will consider the date of filing for age my son is eligible based on uh, we have to go through with the consultation this one okay um, actually i heard a uh, uh, private consultation with you before that uh, new date of filing rule came so you you, you may want to you may want to have one more okay after so, but, the new rule okay but there are options you mean i cannot tell it right now okay i have to go through the things okay okay lot of fun. fine prints i have to go through next person please hello rahul thanks for doing all these things it's really appreciated my my family and kids are in h4 i don't want to disturb my studies what's the best way to stay in usa so you are in canada you moved to canada. no i'm planning to move to canada rahul ah so your wife is on dependent visa right now she is on h4 that's right okay so if she is on h4 uh if she is on h4 she can't stay in this country you want to only go do it only for this year or you want to do it next year also uh i am planning right now one year rahul because uh, i understand uh, if she yeah. if your wife wants to stay until june of 2024 she can apply for a b2 visa to stay but if she wants to stay beyond that time either she has to go to a go to an f1 visa or she has to leave the country okay you can't go there and work in canada and she can't stay here on h4 that can't be done you don't okay. maintain the h1b she doesn't maintain uh, you you don't maintain the h1b uh, she can't maintain the h4 next person please so rahul one question is there any timelines when we move to her to f1 i mean how long it's going to take and is there any priority process uh i didn't get the point no as so suppose if you, i want uh, within 30 days from the time you move she has to move to another visa status okay but here when we if i want to move her to h4 to f1 rahul so is there any timelines that the visa within one month yeah you can file in premium processing okay f1 has a premium processing okay that's right next person please archana Oh, I did submit my question, but I can say it again. My oh. brother has applied for EB1C. He is currently on F1 OPT. Can we? Tra- can he travel to India and re-enter US on F1? No. Yeah, and okay, because no, his application cannot. is not yet approved. I140. It's on still, ma'am. Processing. Still, ma'am. The reason why he cannot do 
is uh, the reason why he cannot do is because he already indicated to the USCIS that he wants to stay in United States permanently. Since he said that he's going to stay permanently in the United States, that is contradicting to the F1 though. Why can't you do premium processing of that one though? Of the... Uh, of the I-140, even after the premium processing, I still don't want him to leave them. Okay? Yeah, already premium processing is submitted. It is just that uh, he wanted to understand if he can travel. He can travel, but he no. cannot re-enter. He can go one side, but not the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is the challenge. Okay, that helps. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, he got the lucky opportunity to do the EB-1. Don't mess it up, okay? Yeah, but the thing is... You know, in F1 OPT, a lot of times they don't get a job. So his company is doing it because he was working there. So he just took it, but he doesn't want to stay here. But he just took the job. Well, I can't help any person who doesn't want yeah. to stay here. I, I can't Anyhow. help because my I'm not designed for it. You see my point? Yeah. 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 Thank you so Next much. Person. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No problem. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Yes, go ahead. Um, so I put my question in the chat, but uh, I can explain as well. I am currently on F1 visa, working on OEM. What is OEM? I'm, I'm working for a company uh, uh, named Stellantis in Michigan, uh, original equipment man okay. manufacturer. Okay, through a staffing company. My ex-employer has sent me a season desist letter to stop for me working for the OEM due to the non-compete agreement. Yeah, so you... You you were working for the uh, you were working for the consulting company, and right. through this particular manufacturing company, is right? Yeah, I, I was working for the main OEM as they were the client, and through uh, the staffing company. Yeah, so that leaves uh, you. Yeah, they can do that though. If there's an agreement between you and them, they can do it. But okay. if you want to consult any lawyer we are not the proper lawyers for it there is another right. law firm called uh, uh choudhury ajay choudhury he is the proper lawyer for you if you want to consult but yes right. they can do it yeah yes, my question is like if, if if they go ahead and file a complaint uh, for uh injunction order against me would that affect my current status or would it affect my chances of getting h1b uh repeat again please um, if if the if my ex employer uh, goes ahead and files for a uh, files a complaint against me to get a injunction order, uh, would that order against me uh, have any impact on my current uh, F one status, or would it impact my chances of getting H uh, one B picked up? No, it does or... not. It does not. But they may have some legal claims against you. But as far okay. as F one is concerned, it, no, it won't matter. Okay. Okay. It won't. It won't affect my chances of getting the H H H one B visa picked up. Also. No. No. It does not. Okay. Next person, okay. please. Rahul. Hi Rahul. I posted my question. Sure. I've approved H one B till December two thousand and twenty five. Based on that, my wife's H one H four filed. H one H four filed in. August 2 then still pending. Two days back, my company's attorney got inquiry on my 
H-1B and they are going to file H-1B amendment with increased LCA. Do we need to file the H-4, H-4 EAD extra? She went to Mexico and got the I-94 extended before the current one expired. When is the current I-94 expiring though? Uh, for me? Yeah. Uh, December 2025. I mean, technically she, she doesn't need to. Yeah, she doesn't need to file right now. But it's up to you if you want to, because if you, are you extending beyond December 2025? So now they are going to, since they got the inquiry that they are saying that we got the inquiry that your LCA should be high. I got I got months. the point. I got no. the point. So, so, yeah, so they're going to file the amendment. Check. They're going to file the amendment. Uh, will they file the extension? Yes. Yes. I think for more years. Yes. So if they're going to file until 2027, though, your wife still needs to file a H-4 extension at a later date before December of 2025. So if you want to avoid that, you can file it. But you can always get it done. You can always file it later on after six months or seven months. That's up to you. And can she work now for six months on H-4 because EAD because her H-4 is absolutely not? Okay, okay, six months. Okay, thank you so much. Next person, please. Sandeep. Hello, uh, Sandeep here. Oh. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, so I've already posted the question. So I'm right now on H1B. I just got laid off on Friday. And mm -hmm. uh, so I know I have the 60-day uh, time period. So what mm -hmm. are the options after the 60-day period? I know like there are two options. One is like transferring to a B1, B2 visa. Or mm -hmm. maybe the other option might be like go back to India, find a job in U.S. Uh, file work, it depends file on your work. depends on your personal choice though the major drawback if you go outside the country is to get the job and come back into the united states that's the major drawback uh, but um, but if you uh, if you want to stay in the country b2 is a better option for you Okay, so is it like a safe option? Like, uh, I know no, like... Uh, it's it, it's safe. It's uh, We don't see any problem for the people who have applied for the B2 and stay here for six months. It's pretty safe. Okay. So in that case, right, like when I, when I get a new job and the employer files for the I-129, and mm -hmm. uh, do I need to go back to India, get a stamping and come back or... Will I be transitioned? No, no, no. You can change. You can change the status here in the United States. You don't have to go for stamping. Okay. So, okay. 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 So, I, I have a spouse as well. So, is that an issue? She can, she's like a H4 dependent. Yeah. She has to file a B2 application separately. That's all. Okay. Okay. And, and then, when I get a new job, she'll be a H4 directly. She'll be transferred. That's directly. Yeah, she has to transfer from B2 to H4 later on when you transfer. Okay. Next okay. question. Okay. Please. Yeah, this is me. I'm here. So I have a couple of questions. One's related to travel. Another one's related to F2 dependent visa. So uh, <laughs> Go ahead. F2, I have an I-140 petition approved and I'm maintaining my OPD status. And I, I'm planning to get F2 visa for my spouse who is living overseas because I see oh. that is the shortest way. That is the shortest way so that I can get her in before I file for I-485. Do you recommend mm -hmm. me doing that or they're gonna ask questions related to intent because she doesn't have any intent 
uh, to immigrate to the United States. That's I think that's so, my intent. I, 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 let, let, let me not expand the question, though. I think so you're in the right path and getting her into F2 visa. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you. And then I have travel-related questions. Uh, my roommate is traveling within next couple of weeks, and we saw a lot Who's of traveling? Uh, my roommate okay. who lives with me. So he's traveling okay. in next couple of weeks, and we saw a lot of deportation from Chicago and hearing a lot of all of those noise. So what is your recommendation? Where should we get him in? We live in Midwest, uh, Ohio. So every other bigger Big East Coast airport is close to us. Would you recommend Detroit. New York? Say again? New York. Anything but Chicago. What about uh, New York or Boston or DC or something on that side or New, whatever you um, recommend? I would still avoid Boston if you're going. Detroit or New York will be better, okay? Next person, uh, please. Thank you. Harry? Harry? Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hello. Hey, uh, uh, Rahul, I posted my question in the chat. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the... Give me one second. Give me one second, okay? I'm an H-1B and my wife is studying on H-4. Now we are planning to transfer to F-1. I'm, I'm traveling out for six months. If I file a change of status with my wife and I leave the country since application is pending, can she still continue to study? Or can she has to, she can continue to study when the F-1 change of status is pending, even though you leave the country. Okay, so and, even if I leave the country, she can. So it should be, uh, the I-20 date should be like the current program date or it has to be like a future semester date. The best way actually, Ahari, to do it is file a premium processing with the current I-20, with the current date and get the premium processing approved. That's the best option. Okay. So as soon as, as long as it gets approved, it should be good to go. Mm -hmm. That's a better so option. So it's same, same as H-1, it's like a 15 days or uh, is it 30 days? Yeah, that's right. Uh, somewhere around that. But even though they say a longer days, I've seen them approving in two days also. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Next person. Yeah. Parak. Who? Parak. Okay. The Snehal is not there? Uh, I can't find the screen name. Okay. Snehal, if you know, you text your screen name. Snehal, we don't know who you are. Uh, but Parag, go ahead. Can you unmute Praga? Parag? Yes, Parag, can you please unmute yourself, Binder? Yes. Uh, hello, Rahul. I now have all the details that you were asking earlier. I came to USA on uh, January 4th, 2022. When I came to the US, my I-94 expired. Uh, as per the website, it says admit until August of 31st, 2022. And then I applied for uh, like H-1B extension. Now I have a valid I-7. When did you apply? When did you apply? In 22. Which In month? May of 2022. Thank you. In May of 2022. Thank you. Okay. Okay. And you got until? I got my until uh, August of 21st, 2025. That's what my I-94, I-797 says. Okay, go ahead with your question now. Yeah, currently my Indian passport is expired on 27th, June 2023, which is last year. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my perm with, uh, my perm has been applied in the month of May 2023. So do I have to apply uh, I mean, I update my new I ninety four once I get my new passport from the Indian. No, you don't have. You don't have to do anything, sir. You're good. I just apply for Indian passport and stay quiet. Stay quiet. Whenever you don't have to do anything, okay? Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll go to the last caller. The reason I wanted to ask is when you come to the doctor, you know, even if you have a headache, 
the person has to look everything okay what to make sure that he's in legal status he just is not going to go to headache he'll just make sure everything is okay with you that's the reason i was asking about all these details next and yeah. last person please that's really helpful thank you uh, for those people who are uh, who cannot reach me um, please uh, my colleague is going to give a link you can always schedule an appointment anytime my schedule is available online the last person today sneha sunal sunal can you please unmute yourself no hello hello yeah go ahead yeah go ahead yeah yeah hi i i have uh, two questions uh, the first question is i had got my i140 uh, last november and then i got a rfe in december can you help me understand if uh, my spouse can come on h4 if he ha- ever has to like is it is it wait, allowed wait. if i'm still on rfe rfe is on h1b rfe is on mm. your i140 rfe is on my i140 which is on my h1 no h1 is different than i140 so they so i, I so i'll tell you i'm on H, h1b since 2017 they just filed my perm my perm got uh, accepted i got the letter of uh, uh, my i140 on november and then i got what, uh, what letter what letter is it approval what receipt letter? or what letter it, it was a receipt the 7 yeah. 97 receipt notice you got a receipt yeah, yeah, yeah. notice now you got mm-hmm. now you got an rfe Mhm. Yeah, which is when is, is mm-hmm. Go ahead. So they they renewed my H1 on the yearly basis, the year on year basis. So I got it one year basis. Mm-hmm. Now you're already. Mm-hmm. So for all purposes, why don't you just get the premium processing, get the I140 approved? What was the RFE about anyway? Uh, the RFE was about so I'm in the current firm for 7 years and they wanted to understand how my uh first five years of experience is different than my recent one which is so basically i went from analyst to specialist I so they wanted the me point. to compare and no your your husband your husband can come on h4 i don't see any problem now okay and i also had another question related so we also have our uh, ead uh, so my husband has his green card uh, ead done but uh, they told us not to go on ead because it expires on 2015 i am sorry 2025 next year and we are waiting on our ap advance parole our priority date is december 2012 on eb3 so he got laid off basically so i'm trying to understand what his options are he's also on h1b and can he use my ead or should he use my H- h4 what would you suggest so you are the primary applicant uh, so he is he has his, his ma'am, ma'am. Uh, you said you you guys filed the 485s right the 485 is on uh, on him it's it's through his his he is a primary applicant i don't want to give up that 485 i don't okay. want to apply the h4ead i don't want okay, to gotcha. depend on you i want to mm-hmm. fight tooth and nail on the 485 mm-hmm. application that he has mm-hmm. because and okay. i don't want to just give up nobody is asking okay. him to give up the 485 application right now okay yeah but if he so switches to ead so you're saying stay on the sorry yeah so it's better to have a consultation with a lawyer how he okay. can save the 485 not how mm-hmm. he can move to the h4 okay all right all right i i will connect with you okay all right okay the reason is that okay. 485 mm-hmm. is very valuable if you move it to yeah. h4 you are telling mm-hmm. the uscis oh no 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 we don't want the 485 he just want to be dependent on h4 no mm-hmm. way 
Okay. Nobody will say. I am the lawyer. Okay. I won't do it. Next, okay, got you. Thank you All guys right. for coming. The next thank you. Thank conference you. call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.